Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit, and we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Yeah, so today we've got a great topic. Well, at least we hope you find it's great. Dealing with a concept that we like to call don't be the sheriff or warden, or maybe old school we're going to go. The (laughs) the ball and chain. That's right. Don't be the ball (laughs) and chain. And this is a, a concept, if we kind of go back in our, oh, early earlier years of marriage, shall we say, <laughs> um, we started going to counseling. And if you've listened to our podcast before, you'll know this name of Curtis Hooker, which we always say, you know, bless his soul, what a terrible <laughs> name for a counselor. But he's a great guy. And he helped us out with this concept um, that we were struggling with in the early part of our marriage. And... I think probably a lot of people do. I mean, yeah, it's probably... and honestly, like I had no idea that Kevin perceived me as being the sheriff or the warden when he would want to do something. So I, I was clueless, but now I know. When you know, you know. Yeah, and and now again, if you've listened to our podcast before, you'll hear us say things like, "Once you get like a concept down, like whether it's content communicating or if it's, you know, let's get a do over." This is the one that we call, like, literally, don't be the warden, you know, don't be the sheriff, uh, don't be the ball and chain, like you said. So here's here's kind of how this concept um, means and, and whatnot. This is kind of the origin of it. So I want you to kind of go and think about the relationship that you're in. And there's always some sort of a thing that happens where one person wins and the other person loses, it seems like. And that's compromise. And how many times have we been told, like, in a relationship, well, marriage is about compromise, right? <laughs> Terrible advice. Terrible, Terrible advice. advice. <laughs> yeah. We think – because, you know, think about it. Anything that – if you've got a winner and a loser, like, whoever walks away and they're, you know, in anything as a loser, like, ah, oh, I just felt great that I was just, you know, there. Um, glad to be here, but you ended up losing. Nobody. So – what we like to do, and, and talking to Curtis about this concept, he introduced a concept to us called collaboration. And he said, so many of the things that we were talking about, and we'll get into some of these and give examples like we always do, but we were really going from a situation of lose-win. And really, that's compromise. For example, uh, I'm going to pick some spot to go to dinner at. It's like, well, you picked last time, so I'll pick this time. Well, someone's going to lose in that. Or, you know what? You picked the last time we did something with the in-laws. I'm picking it this time. Or whatever it is, you picked, then I picked. And And so there's someone always losing in that deal. So so now collaboration is win-win. And if you look at Stephen R. Covey, you know, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about think win-win all the time. So this is just a way to kind of bring in win-win into a relationship is collaboration. Mm-hmm. So, babe, give us give us a definition, if you've got, of what maybe yeah. compromise or collaboration is a little bit. And I'll, I'll give maybe a little more color around that. All right. And the other thing I was going to say with win-win, I think this is a great concept to teach your kids. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you can really implement it in any relationship, but there's always a way to make it win-win. But um, when I was looking at the definition of compromise, it's an agreement that is reached with both sides making concessions. So really, it's like a lose-lose. You're both losing something that you wanted. 
and a collaboration is working with your spouse to create something, and it might be even better than what you imagined. So you both get exactly what you want, you feel great about it, and it may be better than what you thought in the beginning, and it becomes a win-win. Yeah, and to your point about whether teaching it to our kids, we do it in like business or in work environments, or if you're in other sorts of uh, social boards or activities or a church you belong to, like you're working with other people, you don't want to set somebody up for like lose win. Yeah, right? and it's it's very synergistic to be collaborative, and even in our kids' school years ago, I was the PTA president, and we did a win win Wednesday, and so we wore school uniforms. If you brought in a dollar. The school got the dollar, and the kids got to wear regular clothes. So it was a win-win all around. So there's lots of ways to implement it. But the I teachers think... <laughs> probably lost because when those kids did not wear their uniforms, yeah. it was like a free for all <laughs> at the school for sure. But it was. But you know, it, I I just like the teaching. I like knowing this concept because it really can make anything much more positive and a better experience. Yeah. So with collaboration again is thinking win-win, and when you think about this in a relationship, think about this sheriff-warden concept, and this is where we'll get into it with marital relationships, at least. We'll talk about a lot today. Um, how many times will some one of the spouses go to the other spouse and want something, and, and the other spouse just kind of shuts them down? And the one that gets shut down feels like, oh my gosh, like I've I just got shut down, or they build up resentment probably, uh, build up some anger towards that person. Why do you always get your way? I don't have a say-so in this. Um, and then all of a sudden you go to the other person and you really put them in an unfair position to them. I always have to check in with that person to see if I can get anything. I yeah, mean, and you're an adult. And right. really, like, we need to ask permission. And so I think looking at it differently, it's not asking permission. You respect the other person I'm going to just let you know this is what I would like to do. I want you to support me. Yeah, support and, me in this rather than can yeah, I. Yeah. Because can I is like, I just envision like this little like three or four year old kid coming to the, their mom or dad and say, you know, can I have $10 for something? And, you know, they, they tell them no and the kid doesn't know why and they're upset or, or they do give them the money. The kid still doesn't know why or upset. But that puts that person in a position of power. But in a relationship as a married couple, you want to be equal. Yeah, like yeah. you know, linked at the hip, you know, connected at the hip versus one lady in front of the other, or you look at it and say, I'm dominating over you. Yeah, you have to ask me. You gotta ask me for yeah. your for my permission. And okay. and even if we don't say that out loud, we can certainly imply it and we can certainly insinuate that. And it can certainly be Unwritten. Yeah. It's like a one up in a relationship. It's like a parent child. Anyways, it's unhealthy. It does. It starts to become parent child if I've got to go to the warden or the sheriff. And that's kind of maybe where this has been around for a long time. It's like, no, they ask the old ball and chain. You know, the, I'm always <laughs> linked up over there with this. And so many people that I'll talk to, you know, guys and girls for this matter, will they. They always have to go ask, and, and it's not asking for support. It's always asking for permission. Like, oh, I, I wouldn't dare do that with asking so-and-so. And it's almost like a fear and trepidation versus, I don't know, let me check in, you know, out of respect and yeah. out of support instead. So anything else, baby, you want to say about that? Or should we kind of jump into yeah, a few different Yeah, let's give examples? some examples because yeah. I think examples really help. Oh, my gosh. We've, we could go on for <laughs> hours on these examples because we, yeah. again, this is going back to the early stages of, marriage for us 
And um, and we'll probably start off with one that was really started this whole thing out, right? Was yeah. for me a need that I have is guy time, and and I to this day I need to spend time with the boys, you know, and and sometimes it can be our own sons, um, and sometimes it's my my guy friends, my male friends, and I'm like, man, I just need some guy time. So we're newly married. And maybe have one child. This this went for a number of years, probably. The, yeah. The, the, the times I'm thinking, you know, I think we had the girls and I was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's, yeah. Go, let's go there. That's a great example. Yeah. So you can see this is not scripted. So yeah. let's go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I'm going to say that we are newly married but have a couple kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come to you, Jennifer, and say, hey, uh, I want to go out on Saturday with – some guys. I'm going to go out Saturday with the guys, babe. Um, seven o'clock Saturday night. Yeah. And I think for me, I used to just, you know, I wasn't super happy that he wanted to do that. I wasn't very supportive. And what I was feeling, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to get a break from the kids. I'm tired. I want a nap. Can't you help me with the kids? So I had a total different perception of I was only thinking about me instead of thinking about our marriage and our relationship. So a lot of times I think I would just say no or say yes, but not really mean it and be irritated and not show up the way I wanted to show up. So when I realized that this was definitely not a healthy way to be, and Curtis really helped me be able to say, okay, really tell your husband what you need from him. So that you can feel good about him going out. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would just say that like in that in, in that environment, here I'm coming to my wife, almost like crossing my fingers, like trying to catch her in the right moment. Like, is, <laughs> Am I in a good mood? Yeah, you're in a good mood. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to like grease the skids here and you know, I'm trying to help uh, as a as you're like, I'm trying to close the deal. Like, yes, she said, yes, I can go out with the guys. And for me, it was a huge need. And I'm sitting there thinking like, hey. Uh, I've helped out with the kids this week. I'm working. I'm going to school. Uh, you know, whatever's going on in my life, like I feel like I need to go check out for a little bit, and I need this to fill my tank. As right. a matter of fact, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to come back even as a better husband and dad. And so when I'm coming to the warden to mm-hmm. say, "Will you let me out of jail?" Basically, that's where this concept comes from. Going to the sheriff or going to the warden's like, "Can I get out of jail for a little <laughs> bit?" Um, and and this would be our example. I'd, I'd come and say, "Hey." Uh, Jennifer, I'm going out with the guys on Saturday at 7. Looking forward to it. And you'd say? Really? Okay, fine. Okay, so that, that's one response, right? <laughs> yeah. And and then if you've listened to other our podcasts, we'd say, like, hey, are you content communicating with that? Yeah. And you would probably would say, no. No, no, I wasn't. And so what I what I learned is that really figuring out what I needed from Kevin So I could feel good. And usually, especially back then, I would be like, can you just at least give the kids a bath before you go out? Or can you make dinner? Or, you know, whatever it was that I felt like I needed. It was usually, you know, a job of some sort. Like, Yeah, because your hands are full. Yeah, And you think, great, you get to go out and... Yeah, and I'm going to sit at home with the kids, pregnant, um, tired. And so you're having all the fun and... I was probably feeling sorry for myself. So um, once so that, I realized, so you could see that's a yeah. that's a lose win. Yeah, it was a lose win, and I wasn't happy. But once I realized how I needed to ask for what I needed to ask for, what I really needed, and could voice that to you, 
every time was a win-win. And on a rare occasion, it possibly is a no because we had a kid's activity or there was something really else that was pressing more than you going out with your friends or whatever you're asking. So let's role play that a little bit of what that looks like because I think – when when you start to see the concept of saying no mm-hmm. and then start to think win-win, you can start to see how this can work out, right? So let's say, hey, babe, I'm going to go out to on Saturday with the guys at 7. No, I'd rather you not. Really? Like I, I've been doing so good at work. Like I'm, you know I'm super stressed out. I, I ask you and like it's always a no. Why? What's – Well – Saturday night, I know the kids, they have a lot of lot of stuff going on and I don't know, bath time and I just, I never get to go out. I'm just feeling overwhelmed. Okay. So you're feeling overwhelmed. So then I can't go out. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let, let me say this. What, what can I do to help you? Cause I get that you're, you're overwhelmed and I can see that I'm just dumping a bunch of stuff on you and I'm not trying to be selfish here, but you know, guy time's important to me. I know, I know. And so tell me, what what can I do to that's going to help you so that you don't feel so overwhelmed? Well, maybe um, I could run a couple errands Saturday morning and maybe if you give the kids a bath. Okay, so if I give the kids a bath at night and maybe even put them down, right? And then you're going to have your own time to do what you've got to do. Um, that sounds great. And then and then I, I'd feel probably better about going out with the guys too and not thinking like, oh, my wife's at home. She's wrestling with kids and whatever. And I might even need to bump that a little bit for the guys, you know, 738, but I, I'll mm-hmm. be good. Okay. And then and then I can come home whenever. I mean, yeah. is that cool? Or? Yeah, I feel a lot better about that. So okay. thanks. I'm uh, glad we had this conversation. Yeah, I am too. So you can see, I mean, that's a little bit more win-win than it's like just no. And you just get shut down. And that first scenario of just no shut down – you know, either fight ensues yeah. or... and it doesn't feel good on the person saying no, in my opinion. No, I... <laughs> it, do- it doesn't. Even, yeah. you know, when it's been a moment with me, you come to me and you say no and you get you don't want to shut the other person down. Right. But it just takes a little bit more to get out what's the real reason. And then we can work together to think about how do we make this win-win so that mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be lose-win. Like mm-hmm. no one wants that. Right. Okay. So let's do another example. What What's one that maybe we could... Well, I mean, it's interesting because this happened this morning and Kevin has been looking at new cars, one of his favorite pastimes. And him and my son have that in common. They enjoy looking at cars, which is great. But he just showed me a car and said, hey, I think I'm going to buy it. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then he told me how that was going to happen, et cetera. um, And then I went in the shower. Yeah. I'm taking a shower. Listen to some music, kind of thinking about this car. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I was like, oh, my goodness. We're talking about this very subject today. And I think I just put myself as the sheriff or the warden and just like bulldozed my wife and didn't even ask her like what her real thoughts and feelings are about this. And I started thinking, oh, my gosh, like what if she didn't share her real feelings? I thought, dude, let's not be a hypocrite here. And so I came back into the room after showering and said – yeah, hey, babe, I really want you to tell me how you feel about the car. Do you like my thought process about it? And so we actually ended up having a discussion, and I felt like my voice was heard, which I think is important, even if I didn't have a strong opinion. I think it's always important that your spouse's voice is heard, especially making a big purchase like a car, or it doesn't even have to be a big purchase. Just about anything, 
in your life that you might have an opinion about. It's always important to have. That's yeah. why I was able to share my opinion. We had a discussion and... Honestly, we came up with a better solution yeah. than what we did was to say, yeah, let's get this car and we can have all our other cars paid off. And this one will be done. And so it was like we just had this whole different dialogue yeah. that we didn't even think about before. And so I think we both left feeling better about it than we mm -hmm. did beforehand. I mean, just saying, I'm just going to buy this car. And I think that's a lot of financial matters. A lot of financial matters that couples have, would you say, babe, that it's like – because you see this in the retail space a lot. Yes. With, <laughs> with women having to like maybe go ask their husband for money. And, and that puts that real, you know, unequal scenario in place. But here's a real need that they've got, and I've got to go ask. And then the husband says, no, you can't buy this. You know, right. We'll yeah, I think money definitely is a big one. Um, for us, not so much. But there's definite. we've definitely had money talks. But, yeah, I think um, whatever you're asking permission or wanting to discuss, you just always try to find a win-win. How can I make this a win-win? Yeah, and how can this person – look at this person as my equal. Yeah. Like and and it's interesting. We wouldn't do this to maybe a coworker, right? right. We and wouldn't do this to somebody in the neighborhood that think I'm just going to shoot him down. And, yeah. and I think a lot of it goes back to the why. We just have right. to dig a little deeper and find right. out what's the why. Right? Why does this person want to do this? Um, we've been remodeling our house, and you know the whys of that. And so I I just think always having a discussion and hearing. Every spouse, we want to be heard and seen, and so really hearing and figuring out why they're asking, because we usually just don't ask for no reason. Yeah, and so let's kind of go maybe through the last example that we were thinking of. I mean, you can go on and on. We could go on, you know, why I want to remodel the house, and painters are coming tomorrow, and all this, like, um, not a good time for me at work, or, you know, whatever. And so you have to kind of come up with a collaboration and a discussion around yeah. Something that actually turns out to be better than yeah. one side or the other thinking of it. Yeah, because really collaboration, it gets all your creativity going, and you can really come up with some great ideas. Yeah. So now we'll come up to the third and final example, Yeah. and that is sex, S-E-X. <laughs> Kevin's favorite topic. Favorite. Really, it's my favorite topic. It really is your favorite topic. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what has happened with Gen 2.0, but it has like flipped a switch, and it's like, Wow. So again, so, sorry, mother-in-law, but and kids and anybody else, our, our neighbors won't look us in the face anymore when we see them on the street. But um, but that's truth. I think there's a lot of couples that you know have different times they want to do sex. Do we have sex in the morning? I want to have sex at night. We need to have it more. We need to have it less. We like what else would you say, babe? Like what are other? Yeah, just or if one person's interested, the other person is distracted or whatever. So yeah. I think definitely need to have a conversation because it's an important part of a marriage, especially when it's not existent and you're not having the conversation about it. So I think. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like sex is really something. I think when you're first newly married, you think like, oh, I bet you have sex all the time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get married and people are like, do you ever have sex anymore? And then, and then your kids look at you and you're like, you've actually had sex? It's like, well, you're here. So apparently we've done it at least once. So so it's um, yeah, it, it's kind of a different thing. But, uh, but I think that um, with sex, definitely people have different needs and, and wants. And so let's kind of, uh, let's role play one is to say, let's say um, one of the, one of the spouses, I want to have sex more is an example. Let's say we really should have you do it. <laughs> let's say I will. Okay. Thanks. Um, okay. So it's like, you know what, babe, I, I think we're not having sex enough. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel connected to you, and it's good. But, like, I, you know, man, I could I could have sex more <sighs> than we currently are. And I get a little cranky, and, you know, I'm just I'm mm-hmm. not myself. I'm not sleeping at night. Like, whatever the deal is, it's like I'm irritated, okay. and, and I want to so, feel connected to you more. Right. So how could we make this a win-win? What, what do you think? Like, I don't we, know. Should we set up dates? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, here's the problem is that, uh-huh. like, I – you know, I'm a morning person. You're a night person. We get to the night. I'm ready to go to bed. And at nighttime, we got kids we're putting to bed and you've got stuff going on. You want to stay up and watch TV and like, I'm ready for bed or you want to mm-hmm. go have sex and I'm ready to hit the hay. So, you know, that's an issue for us. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, how do we, what do we do? What do you think? Well, I think we could schedule it. Yeah. But then it's like, well, we're losing spontaneity and whatnot. Yeah. But you're still getting sex. That's true. And you know when you're going to get it. That's true. So we can come up you with like. We can plan for it. We could pick days. We could. Um, Number of times during the yeah, week. Yeah. We could choose an, an amount of time that feels, feels good, good to both of us. Yeah. Um, and we could try it. Maybe try it for a month and see how it's going. And then we could regroup and talk about it um, at the end of the month. And Yeah. So I mean, would that be better for you if we did that? Because, you know, I know you want to have sex at night. I want to have sex in the morning. But you're like snoring yeah, and I'm leaving but for I'm, work. I'm and, open. I can, I yeah. could go to bed earlier. Okay. So you would be willing to wake up in the morning and maybe I, I do something in the evening, which might be good for me, you know, is to yeah. say we kind of have like a date night and yeah. uh, we know that maybe, maybe that's our thing after date nights, like an official date night. I know that's the night that we're going to probably have sex and I can be geared up for it, ready to go. And it doesn't have to necessarily be planned, but it, it can be spontaneous. Yeah, and if if we're not feeling it that night, it's not the end of the world. But if we are, we can go ahead as planned. Okay. So I think just having the conversation and trying to follow through with what we discussed, I think I think that would work great. Yeah, I, I do too. Maybe maybe a time is Sunday after church. <laughs> maybe maybe directly after church is beeline <laughs> home, and I can shut everybody down that wants us to like take down chairs or something. So I got to get home for afternoon sex because it's yeah. on the calendar. Yeah. You definitely should be telling people that for sure. I'm just kidding. No, but, <laughs> uh, but I get your point. And so that yeah. hopefully, you know, friends, you can see that's a you know more delicate subject. And just, we covered everything from like a guy's night or a girl's night out being the warden sheriff there. Um, you know, something financial, uh, a remodel of a house, a, a new car purchase. Yeah. And then sex. Yeah. And I think, I mean, they all can be a win-win. Any really anything in your life, if you have that mindset of win-win, you can create that, and you can do it with your kids, with um, your coworkers, your friends, and it really makes life so much more enjoyable because nobody wants to be the warden or the sheriff. And maybe you don't even know you're being this, but it's not fun once you I, realize it. You know, like oh, and I can intentionally tell you. I used to have fear coming to you and asking you for things like guys night. Yeah. And now I've gotten to a point where I can say, you know, babe, it's super important for me to go with guys. And you know what? I, I haven't been out in several weeks. How would you feel and would you support me if I wanted to go out with the guys sometime that works for you? Yeah, definitely. And so much better. Yeah. And for me, I mean, really, it's that's a non-issue for us anymore, but... It's still, I really appreciate it when Kevin asks, because it could be a random night that we're busy, or I feel like he's been out with his friends for four nights in a row, and it's like, wait a second, can we go on a date? Yeah. And so, so against finding that balance. Yeah. Because otherwise you were losing 
and I was winning, or I so I thought until I go on a date, and I was like, oh, I, I'm winning here. Right. So that's kind of the whole sheriff warden concept, everybody. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed it. So, friends, you can uh, email us at relationship411podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. <laughs> <laughs>